0: episode 50 we made it to episode 50 knockout ginger episode 50 to celebrate the milestone i had on my two pals sammy g and joel cassidy i had a blast you can't hear most of it we got into some wild shit and i had to cut all of it out thanks for tuning in My favorite beard oil is Barden Beard Oil, handmade in Toronto. B-A-A-R-D-E-N. They make quality beard care products for quality beards. And I even put it on my head sometimes. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of all this stuff. I use the beard wash and the oil all the time. Um, use code KNOCKOUT at checkout for 20% off your order. Thanks for listening. Email me at knockoutginger at gmail.com. F all the haters.
1: Uh, well, I'm sure people are gonna be really interested in this, but I think there's a break in the vapor barrier, which means like warm moisture gets into the attic and then it gets into these corners where it freezes and frosts. And then when it warms up, it drips down. So it's just like, you know, I'm just going about my day and enjoying my day. In fact, I was in the bath, and then Jenny yells up. She's like, there's a leak. And so my first thought was like, the baby is like peeing on her or something. (laughs) Like, that's what a leak is to me. And she's like, no, the house is leaking. So got out of my bath, went upstairs, went into the attic, did some research. And it's like, oh, great. Well, this was $5,000 I wasn't planning on spending. Really? The the joys of home ownership.
2: I was just going to say, man, it's like... Seems all good. Next thing you know, you're wearing tinfoil hats and fucking spending five grand on leak fixes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, like we rented for a while too, and renting is full of its own bullshit that you have to deal with. But owning a home also has its own bullshit. Like you can't just call the the landlord and be like, can you fix this? No, I got to, like, we're the landlord.
2: We got to fix it. Yeah. I mean, that's not so bad. Like back in the day, I think. (laughs) You know, we're lucky to be alive at the time that we are. If the, if the worst thing is a couple leaks here and there and a couple, couple mice. You know, positive thinking. That's that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to inject here.
1: <laughs> it's just I was it's taking a bath and I was really in this bath, and then it's like five minutes later. It's like okay, I went from it being at peace, sitting in the bath, to oh, we're gonna have to spend ten thousand dollars on the fucking roof.
2: First so you started at five, now it's ten. It just, it doubled in the last couple be, minutes. It might be 20.
1: I have no idea.
2: <laughs> if the cost multiplied that quickly, I would have been taking a bath too. Sir?
0: <laughs> nice one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't realize you were a bath guy. I wasn't a bath guy. I'm now a bath guy,
1: big time bath guy. I never took, a, I didn't take a bath for 20 plus years. I started bathing in April, uh, maybe March, because like Jenny was like, Jenny was like, you're stressed out all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm stressed out. This is pandemic going on. We're about to have a baby. I have to try to like come up with that video ideas. I'm like, I'm always stressed out right now. She's like, go sit (laughs) in the bath.
2: All I do, not having a bath and not bathing are two very different things. Not bathing essentially is not saying you don't, you never, you haven't yeah, cleaned taken yourself showers. in 20 years. <laughs> I've taken That's, showers. And... Sho- showers are bathing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, sh- I've
1: showered. I live with you. You know that I showered. I was a shower guy.
2: Anyway, what if shower so I was stressed like out. So Jenny's
1: like, what's that?
2: I'm saying, and what if shower was had?" I... No, I'm just saying <laughs> the double wide shower with the sit down attachment in it. We were balling out.
1: Yeah, it was great. Like we were living the, the resident's <laughs> dream. But anyway, so Jenny was like, go take a shower. And like, I was kind of stressed about COVID at this point. So I sat, or she was like, go take a bath. I was stressed about COVID. So I sat in the bath, I read a book. I was like, wow, this is actually really fun. And I got out of the bath. I'm like, whoa, I feel exhausted. I feel like I've just been, the life drained out of me. Oh shit, do I have COVID or something? And she's like, no, that's just called being relaxed. And so uh, (laughs) I've been been bathing ever since. And then like having a kid too, like he's gotta get a bath every two days. And it's just way easier if one of us is in the bath with him. Yeah. So then that just turns into me just chilling in the bath. Like I read a book read a lot of good books. I haven't been reading for a while, but now I have been reading because I've been bathing.
2: That's great. Like that if thing. people, people don't like when you're, when you're not used to carving out purposeful time in your day to just like sit and be at peace with yourself, people don't know how to do it. But like you, you life kind of leads you there. And then you realize how, like the benefit, the value of moments like that. It's great.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you all about you a bath. That. What do you need to know about a bath? I wasn't (laughs) the problem with that, the problem with that, like that thing you just described, like sitting there being with yourself, like just setting time aside for yourself Mm. is that that's what my life is and has been.
1: So you've been doing a lot of that
0: We're in this. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, that's, that's only, that's, that's what my life is. And now that we're in this pandemic and I don't have the other part of it to do, it's just like...
2: So maybe your situation, dude, go
0: ahead.
1: I fully, like so my life is very much like, we normally don't leave the house a ton. Like I work at home, Jenny works at home and we've been doing this for a long time. And so it was like those things where we would go out every week to go play hockey, go see the family that we have started seeing the family again. But stuff like that was like those things that keep you sane, like once a week, going and playing soccer, like having some, some beers with your buddies. They don't happen every day, 100%. but like there's a lot of importance on those things because they're rare. And then you take those away and you're like, Oh, I'm going crazy.
2: Yeah. Without the, without the dog, I wouldn't be getting, I wouldn't be like, I'm, I'm stoked to be getting outside, even though it's freezing. Like it always trips me out that Like minus minus 10 in Toronto, especially because we're so close to the, to the lake minus 10 in Toronto will forever be colder than like, you know, I've been in, in Regina in minus 20, minus 30. Red deer Yeah, it's stuff. a different type of cold. It's a different type of cold, man. It just like, like gets like, even,
1: up in you and you can't block it out.
2: Yeah. Even then, though, I, I like it. I like getting out because otherwise, like you guys are saying, you're just stuck inside. So like having to have to, have to get her out like, like three times a day is actually clutch. In the Can last month,
1: I think, no jokes aside, I think I've left the house five times.
2: Yeah, shit. You guys getting groceries delivered and like the whole thing?
1: Uh, well, so that's probably the five times like I drive and get groceries just put in the trunk and then I walk to the mailbox and the mailbox yeah. is at the end of the driveway. Oh, wait, I go out to take out the compost. <laughs> I take out the compost, too. So maybe more times.
0: I've been getting out to shovel because it's been snowing here a lot. But aside from that, I go to the store like once every two weeks. Yeah, it's not. Do you a still deal.
2: have the spot, the spot in uh, Toronto, man. Yeah. OK,
0: hold on. I'm just going to pause for one second. I got to change the internet connection. Are we back? Is Toronto still pretty crazy over
1: there as far as case numbers and stuff go?
2: Uh, it's not great. It was, it was just extended. It was just extended. Uh, like our lockdown was like, like stay at home orders. were just extended by two weeks.
1: If it was not the pandemic, like, let's say life was back to normal. Yeah. Would do you think you would get benefits out of like living downtown Toronto still like this is a question that I ponder sometimes too
2: I I well, love for so go ahead yeah this is for both for you someone
0: like me who can I can walk to work in two minutes and basically yeah, walk everywhere huge. that I want to go yeah but like for Joel the bands out of Burlington are they not
2: we're I mean we're we're in Dundas as far as we're working very close to Burlington, Burlington, Hamilton. It's a, it's a drive, but I mean, yeah, it's not in Toronto. Tr- it's
1: not downtown Toronto.
2: No, no. I just, I just like the energy of the city. And it's nice to be like, it's nice to be where the action yeah, I mean, that's is. Fair. Like I don't, I don't want to be, I, I'm not at a point where I'm ready to be out in the, in the boons. Like I, I, I love being here. Um, obviously the pandemic has affected the, how much we can, we can do in the city and whatnot. And it's also affected how much I'm going into Dundas. Right. So it actually has been, good for that but like even just like since getting a dog and realizing that like dog has a million friends we've met a bunch of new folks because of the dog all this stuff like that that's so immediately accessible that plus like literally my entire everything in my life is, is a five minute walk tops away from me out here
1: yeah that's super it's, nice
2: it's, it's just crazy convenient right especially at a time like this where, where a lot of stuff is kind of hard to ac- access in the ways that you usually would be able to so there will come a time 100% where, where it's going to not be the move anymore. But for now, it's still it's I, I just between what I got going on, Carly's back doing some corporate event type stuff and is actually doing like running around and doing errands. She just was uh, there's a TSN like a Raptors reporter a girl. Uh, she was just uh, she worked with her on like a virtual event and had to get her a cell phone. And like, basically, she's she still has a lot of reason for being around here too, even though she's also doing the earring business thing. So
1: You know, you're still like you would still be going to shows and going to restaurants. And I think the thing that I I, uh, kind of forget about Toronto versus like Winnipeg is like living in downtown Toronto. If you're not living in downtown Toronto, it's such a it's such an event to go down there and do stuff. Right. Like when we lived in uh, Etobicoke. If you want to go yep. down and go to a restaurant downtown like it's an hour there hour back if you're driving by car it's still half an hour and you got to find parking and it becomes a huge thing but if you live downtown you can just go and access those things whereas like with winnipeg it's a driver city downtown is is 10 minutes from me right uh the the busy strips are 10 minutes from me so it's not like i miss out on those things by
0: living here right so the best thing about my favorite thing about living in toronto is like I get kind of hungry and I just go out for a walk and I can like see what cool shit I can find. Like it's, that's like by far my favorite thing about living downtown. What I used to love was just like, it was like a Friday night. And you just send us a couple of text messages. out,
1: and like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, we're meeting up here. I want to come by. And you just like get on a streetcar and you're there and you walk over there. Nothing like that. And maybe that's just like the stage I am in my life, but like that would just never happen here. It's like you got to plan an event with someone. And I think that's just the fact that we don't all live in this condensed area where it's just like step outside and you just walk over to your buddy's place.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exactly right. Like if, if that's where you're at in your life, then you're not as concerned, but like, it's, it's, you're obviously you and, and the fam, then the new, the new fam are in the right spot in the right surrounding for where you're at.
1: Yeah. So we lived, um, Joel, I don't think you ever came to my old place in Osborne. Uh, Jenny and I lived in like, it was, a. Townhouse type of thing. And it was like right in like the
2: busy last one I was at was the with the spot like right downtown.
1: Yeah, in the exchange. Uh no, it yeah, wasn't that spot. Uh, it was close there. It was like v- very similar as far as proximity to stuff is. But we yeah. just for like a year and a half, we just never used any of those things. Like there was there were bars at the end of our street, but we were just like, we're not doing this anymore. Um, there yeah. were restaurants, and every now and then we go to the restaurant, but you can just do Skip the dishes from those places and it shows up your house in 10 minutes. Yeah. It's just a different style of living I find between what I'd like to do at some point is like, I think what I would really like to do is just like rent a place in Toronto for three months over the summer. And just we go down there and I just shoot my stuff and do videos out of Toronto. Because the biggest thing I miss is like the network and the friends that I have there. I don't know a lot of musicians here, especially ones who are friends as well. Uh, and that's something I miss a ton. Like if I want to get a bass player on a video or do something with a bass player, I got to hire somebody who I'm not really buddies with. Yeah. Whereas it'd be a lot more fun to just like get Mike to come over because it's like, oh, yeah. we can just hang out and just do whatever it is musically that we need to do. But it's also just like, it's
0: a fun time. But also just throwing it out there based on where I'm at in my life. I'll I'll come to, I'll come there. Like. <laughs> Well, you got you got grandparents here. When when was the last time you were here? I got everyone. Uh, It was a while when we went. Probably that time that I was at your place. Yeah. Last that was two that that was no that
1: was like oh right because you did come you did come to the new place yeah that would have been like two years ago. It was uh,
0: my mom's sixtieth birthday. Right.
1: But like just the other day, I was thinking to myself, it'd be really cool to do like uh a samurai guitarist live show kind of thing like a live podcasty type of thing where you have like a camera on me a camera on somebody on playing bass a camera on a drummer and then like you can have guests in and you just like you can jam or you can do like play with weird gear or whatever and just like turn that into a type of show but then I was like I don't know any bass players or drummers in the city that I wouldn't have to uh like that I'm on a friendship term with like it wouldn't be a fun kind of buddy buddy hang it would be more like Here's me and these two guys that I hired. And I think for that kind of thing, you want to have your friends as well. And uh, this is why I feel like you kind of want to, wherever you grow your network is probably where you want to stay. Like my network is still very much in Toronto. If I wanted to play with musicians, if I could just, yeah, like all the musicians who I'm buddies with are Toronto and To a lesser extent la but like it's not winnipeg that's for sure like i don't have any musician friends here
2: have you found yourself now that you're like you've 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 clearly got a bit of a a stronger foothold in 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 the peg but like you got a house there you got the kid now have you have you battled with that a little bit have you struggled with thinking you know oh man
1: i've been battling with this kind of stuff so hard lately like over the last like five months because lately i just i've been pretty burnt out on the whole youtube thing and i took a month off last month which was pretty good but like, I've been doing this for six years and I think I put out like 400 videos and it's just hard to get, it's a lot It's a lot that went into that. And um, I just like, I'm at the point in my life where I just, I feel like I would like to take an extended break and just like work on other people's projects. Uh, the other day, a buddy of mine who does like some pop stuff out of LA, he got me to do some guitar for him. And it was just so much fun, like just so inspiring to do that and not have a camera on me and just record guitar. <laughs> Yep. For somebody else, it was tons of fun. I would like to do that for a while and just like take a long break from this. But that's not available at the moment. Um, partly because I think like a big thing for those kind of that kind of work is you got to be at the place like live in the place where those connections are made and they just kind mm-hmm. of happen organically. Um, and so I've just been like and the only thing that would to me would be like the, what the thing I don't want to do is do nothing to me doing nothing is worse than anything else. I would rather just like keep on making videos and for the most part, I still do enjoy it, but it's just like, it's hard to get revved up every Monday to be like, okay, here we go again.
0: What am I doing this week? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can't even, I can't even imagine what that's like. Just a podcast every week is like too much for me.
2: Dude. Like it's, I remember back when you first got, got, we're taking it seriously. And you were like, I know I'll probably never hit a million subs, but like it, it's, I, I really think that, you know, I'm, there might be something there. You're getting fucking close, bro. Like, yeah, it's getting close. It'll the, happen this year. Dude, probably. I, amazing. Like it, it's, I don't know if you're, if you're actually saying that you're, you're considering like hanging, hanging her up or something like that, but like no, no. Dude, keep pushing until you at least hit that gigantic milestone, man. Like that's, I, like I don't want to
1: stop doing it. I just want to take, like, if I had an opportunity, like say somebody, and again, pandemic aside, like say uh, someone came to me and they were like, hey, I got the singer songwriter project. It's really starting to gain some traction. I need a guitar player to do a bunch of stuff with me. Uh, I'm, at, I'm in L.A. right now. It'd be like, OK, Jenny. OK, boy, we're going down to L.A. for a couple months. And to me and I would just like put YouTube aside or maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I do a video or two there, but just not do that as the main gig for a bit, because right now it's still very much the main gig and I got nothing yeah. else really besides that everything comes from that um and i don't i hate the idea of doing nothing even when i took my month off i spent my entire month like kind of working a little bit on a video and doing other things for another course that i'm putting out so like i worked the whole time because what's what else was i going to do i was going to sit around and play video games for a month and that's to me it's just not what i want to do
2: yeah
0: nope. so here's a i got a question for both of you based on what steve just said how do, as someone who has like done, I'm basically, with the exception of sound one, I've basically only played in my own bands. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's probably a fair thing to say. How do I get, uh, how do I make that change over to like something that Steve's talking about where someone's like, not a change, but- Make that jump over to- like, hey, I got this project. Like I've been, I've been searching for that my whole life.
1: I think just like if I put, so right now, if I put out the call and I went onto like all my networks and I was like, Hey, I'm looking for some work outside of, uh, of YouTube. If anybody has any projects, hit me up. I know there would be a flood of just like people who just want to get me to record on their album that they recorded on their cassette deck or whatever. Because I have done stuff like this, and I know that, like, you, you know, the, the projects that I want to work on, maybe somebody would reach out, but I don't know that it would be the most likely thing. You couldn't put out, like, a
2: wide a call to your fan base?
1: No, like, what I would need to do is, like, reach out to, like, the people on Twitter who follow me. Like, there's a guy who follows me on Twitter, and he is... He like wrote music for uh, some Star Wars, some of the Star Wars TV shows. And it would be more like, hey, man, let's meet up for coffee and let's just like talk. And I've, I've got a big right. issue when people like just say, hey, let's let me pick your brain type of thing. But it's when like he's yeah. he likes what I do. I like what he do. It could be a cool conversation. And then you just be like, yeah, and you know what? You have that conversation and you mentioned here's what I'm going through. Um, if you do have anything that comes your way and you can think of and you need a guitar player, just let me know. Um, and just yeah. that's, I think would have to very much be on the back burner of that conversation. It's more just like, let's hang out. Let's be friends. Cause I like what you do. You like what I do. Let's let anything mm-hmm. else happen organically. And so my buddy who got me to do that, uh, guitar track, um, I hit him up, hit him up first to record some stuff for one of my videos, uh, which is going to come out before too long. And then he was just like, Hey, I got this thing that I'm working on. Do you want to, I do you want to do some stuff for me on it? And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. And then I nice. let him know when I was done. That I was like, "Hey, I had a ton of fun doing that. If you ever have any other things like that that come your way, I don't even care about the money side of things. I'm just kind of doing this because it's fun for me. It's fun to be yeah. involved in like music that I like, and that will actually reach an audience. And then who knows how it goes.
2: You know what, man? Like it's it's admittedly I haven't I haven't traveled over to the Sammy G uh, uh, IG page in a minute or your other socials, but like.
1: Or my TikTok. I started TikToking last week.
2: So I was just about to say TikTok because here's where I'm going with this. Like, are you still are you still regularly posting videos of you like kicking little jams and stuff?
1: Um, I've yeah, to varying degrees. Like I'll do it again. I haven't done it much on Instagram because I've just been kind of burnt out on the whole thing lately. But like up until a month ago, yeah.
2: Based on what I've learned over the years and whatnot, and, and based on where things appear to be at the like like at current. I I would say your single best thing to do is make snappy sort of Instagram reel, TikTok length. Yeah. YouTube has what are they called? Shorts now. Twitter has what are they called? Every, all the all the platforms have one now, right? Like like a like a real TikTok style thing, of you either just like ripping through, basically just showing off your skills because they're there, and the way that all these social networks are prioritizing their algorithms around these formats right now is is such that that stuff will get pushed out like crazy. Like TikTok is same deal, man. We like in what, what world we spent way too long just being like, it's just kind of weird like kids and like bizarrely young girls dancing provocatively and stuff. Like we yeah. what is this platform? But it's become so large and so influential that like we recently just started like doing some like more kind of comedic leaning stuff. And it's like the first thing got nine million views. Like just like that.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand it.
2: It's it's crazy. You know what the, you heard about? You guys heard about Clubhouse?
0: Yep.
2: See, Clubhouse, uh, Is you heard of this, Stacon? Yeah. That's also just ripping up right now. And it's same deal. It's like it's almost like they give you, you hear this a lot. They, like you, They give you this influx of followership and, and attention right away. So you feel like you're kind of killing it. So that you're just super incentivized to, to keep it up, it seems. And then it's kind of hard to get another one initially, but then it'll, it'll start happening. It's like, you really got to play the algorithm and hashtag game. It's a whole thing, man. But it's, man, it's so powerful. Sorry, what were you saying, man?
1: Well, that's very interesting because like, I'm just, I started tiktok a week ago or so. And so I see yeah. my first, my very first post had uh, 2,700 views. And then the next one had 6,000 yeah. views. And this is like, I'm yeah. posting to no one, but it's still getting these views. And then the next one yep. gets 41,000. And then the next one has 700, 500, 400, 500, 1200. And the one I posted today is now 6,000 for some reason.
2: Yeah. And then
1: I just did one where I just talked to my camera, just saying, hey, this is actually real. This is me. And it's 2,000. And I don't know who these people are or how they're finding me, but yeah. so, and I'm just repurposing old content too here. Like I'm just using things. It's like, a, it's like my best of album. Here's what I would, I think in a very important, note to add on to that is like, you got to enjoy doing it too. If you're just doing it for the yeah. sake of, th- of course, just for the sake of not purely enjoying, then you're not going to get yes. very far
2: with it. I'm just saying, man, like if, if you're, if, if, if you're something you're trying to go after and a, a big goal of yours is to get on the radar of some, some, like some big play, some big music makers, no, nothing is going to do that for you faster than than gearing yourself toward the likes of TikTok is like we had, we had one that I don't know if you know these people are. James Charles commented on. um uh, We had Charlie pooth commented on it. There's a dude named Andy Grammer who's pretty great that that commented on it. Like stuff like that. Like you're literally like there's there's a list musicians and and personalities within minutes that saw our thing because of I, I'm pretty sure with TikTok specifically it's about they're pulling so much, they're, they're taking so much information from you. I don't get this. How, how does this work? Like, like, because it's, the app is from China and China has their own terms and conditions that kind of like fall within the, in the rules of their governmental system, they're, they're allowed to get away with more kind of data mining than most other apps. Even though Apple's app store is known for being really, really, really tough to, to get an app through. So it makes you wonder how much like, Money is being exchanged behind closed doors and stuff that that like a, a communist app can can have their app on a on a Western app store and the, like the terms and conditions are insane like they're literally tracking the like your scrolling patterns and like the the amount of info that they're 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 gathering from you when you're on that is so much more beyond what any other app that's North American based can do and I'm like how who's allowing that how does that work money is definitely being paid behind closed doors for that to happen?
1: I think what is interesting, one of the things that I've seen is like people who already know me are coming across my page without me doing anything to reach them. Like I've got a ton of people who just comment on my videos on TikTok. And again, I've done nothing to promote this. I've not mentioned it on any of my other social medias, but people are just like finding me and saying, oh man, didn't know you were on TikTok. Like I get that comment a ton. Somehow it knows to serve up my content to those people who already know who I am because it knows that they'll be engaged. I think that or they're just stumbling across it.
2: No, it is. It's it's discovery and recommendation algorithm stuff is is next level. Like it's it's gathering so much data about its users that it's it's giving you that that full tailored experience and it's it's pushing you to, to things that you already like on other platforms that you use that you don't even know about on TikTok yet. It's extremely invasive, but it's also the biggest thing in the world and the single biggest way to go viral and and get your content out to the masses right now, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't have the algorithm turn in my favor on YouTube until two years into it. It took me three days for uh, one of my TikToks to get 40,000 views. And I was like, I posted that to, I don't know, 15 people. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but there's
0: power there. And I'm just trying to sell guitar courses through it. Do you want to run... Do you want to run a free ad on here? Uh, no, because
1: I don't have any sales going right now. <laughs> if you want to check it out, SamuraiGuitarTheory.com, but there's no promo code. <laughs> if you wait and watch my YouTube channel, there'll be a promo code before too long, I think.
0: All right, we'll do it later. We'll, I'll, I'll run an ad for you when your thing comes out.
2: The promo code is your credit card information.
0: <laughs> Speaking of, um, and Beard Oil and Beard Wash. Oh, I need some of that stuff uh handmade in toronto b a a r d e n quality products for a quality beard use code knockout at checkout for 20% off your order
2: <laughs> baby
0: nice one hey uh how important is my
1: my phone recording cuz my phone's going to die fairly soon
0: it doesn't re- i mean we're we're rolling pretty smoothly so i wouldn't really worry okay. about it uh
1: did i tell you about how we almost bought a house that would have had nightmare internet
2: yeah you did we,
1: we settled on a
0: price wait i i watched a, oh no i watched the video about your electrical box <laughs> yeah no that's Never our current mind. house that's a whole other issue you
2: you uh, literally sent me a text and you were like dude if you're i i know i, I might have told you about i was in the, potentially in the market for a house Whatever, you're like make sure like test the the service strength when you're doing that like make sure you do that right we were
1: we were ready to close on it Like we. Had the home inspector go in, like we'd settled on a price, and we're like, okay, we're good to go here. And then my mom just casually mentioned to me, she's like, oh yeah, one of the nurses lives around there, and she said that the internet was horrible. I was like, wait, what? What do you mean the internet's horrible? Because it was just outside of the city, and I looked into it, and like the best internet we could have got was like five megabytes per second or something, whereas like what we have now is like six hundred. Yeah, it was insane.
0: Yeah, that's what it's like where my parents are right now. So like, we were on we were on essentially dial up internet through bell for until I think we got, we got Kojiko internet like two months ago. Oh man. I'm very glad we found out about that because there was
1: just nothing we could do. Like with the leak, we can fix a leak with the mice issue. We can get the exterminator in unless we're like tearing up the street and personally installing fiber optic cables, we would have been stuck there with internet that we would have needed to, uh, we, we would have needed to like, I would have had to driven to my parents' place to upload videos. Like it was just, it was a close call. And it was just something that wasn't even on the radar. Like didn't even think about it.
2: Well, I was saying like, you, you literally would have had to look into getting a cell tower put on site, which would be ball. I looked into it. I looked into it. Well, yeah, and it's like a couple hundred Gs, right?
1: Uh, I can't remember, it was a lot of money. And it still wasn't even as fast as we have it here. So like, yeah. So if you ever are in the market for house, here's my recommendations. Number one, take a battery powered guitar amp and just like walk around with it. And with a cable plugged in to see if there's any weird frequencies that are in and around that area. Number two, check the internet.
0: That's it. This is is advice that I will
2: never need. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Did you guys get dinged with any sort of fines for backing out so late in the game or what?
1: Nope, because we had, one of our conditions was it had to pass a home inspection. And uh, like we just said, it it didn't meet our inspection. And that's one of the nice things about, like when you buy a house, you can say, we're only purchasing it if, we do this and this and this. And like one of those conditions can be if we sell our other house, if we secure financing, if it passes a home inspection. And so our only condition was it had to pass a home inspection and that just basically meant you can just say no for whatever reason because you don't need to share the home inspection with them.
2: Perfect. And there's a window that's provided there, obviously, like there's a there's a, a window of time that's that you, where you're allowed to do that?
1: We had until a certain date to say that we're, we're in or we're out and we said, we out we put in an offer and then he came back to us with a price that was higher than his listing price. <laughs> <laughs> and our real estate agent was like, I've never seen this ever happen. I don't know. I don't get it.
2: <laughs> he tried to counter offer with a number that was higher than was listed in <laughs> the original price. yeah. <laughs> that, Hey, respect. At least. For yeah, he's and,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. He was like always flirting with our real estate agent
0: and yeah, it was weird. Do you want me to cut this part out?
2: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
2: I wonder if, like, you hit him up on a different week, he would have came back with an offer that was like twelve hundred bucks.
0: <laughs> you probably could have got this house for free.
2: <laughs> yeah. You probably there some convinced other weird him that he was in there. he was living in your house, and that he and you could have given <laughs> him notice that you have twenty days to leave my house. What? To, to let us know some of the biggest lessons you've learned since since becoming a father.
1: Okay, I got tons. First of all, no one tells you how much of a thing that is in the sense that it is like, it's very hard and it's not an easy thing. Like you're essentially trying to, well, not me personally, but Jenny is essentially like- (laughs) sustaining a baby a life but it doesn't go yep. smoothly most of the time very few people doesn't yep. go smoothly for and when it's not going smoothly i think it can be extremely frustrating and just like upsetting for all parties involved that was something that yes. we weren't prepared for and there's like physical pains and physical problems that happen and that was like yep. a battle for a while that nobody tells you about number two little kids rip like man-sized farts which i was not prepared for in the least of it <laughs> <laughs> i thought they would just be like tiny little baby farts but no like sometimes like yeah. when when he was sleeping in the same bedroom as us like he would just like let them fly and he was like this big at this point <laughs> and i'd be like jenny was that you and she's like no that was the boy everyone always is like it goes by so fast but like i was not prepared for that feeling of just like i look back at pictures of him and now he's just like He's like a boy now and it just feels like I, yeah. April last year was just like, it was just like a second ago. It feels like it was a month ago.
0: Yeah. He's a giant. I know. He like, he looks compared like compared to the last time. When did we do the last podcast? Probably that was
1: probably April or maybe May. So he would have been like under a month,
2: but like, he, looks more, yeah, like, he looks more like a little boy than he does a toddler, like a baby. Yeah. And it just Crazy happens
1: enough. so fast because <laughs> you don't change. Like I haven't changed really in, in eight months, but yes he is just went from like, like he, he grew up in eight months and it's just so crazy how that just like disappears in front of you. Um, the idea of how like attached you, I quickly became of this little human. Yeah. You kind of like try to prepare yourself for it. But somebody said, it's like, if you just like ripped out part of your body and just like, it just ran around on its own. And like the part of your body that you cared up about the most like it's like you take your heart and stick it outside of your body and now you have less and less control over it yeah i knew that that was a thing but until you i felt it it's just like i'm i can't there's nothing else that compares to it right and people are always like you don't know what love is until you have a child and you don't know what that kind of thing is and it's just very different and unique and i don't think unless you
0: experience it you know what that truly truly is which is cool though. Okay. So the title of this podcast is advice that Mike will never need. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. You
2: never know. Okay. I mean, but to that, to that point, if you were going to then have an episode called the best advice that Mike has ever received, who would you invite on for that?
0: Oh, well, I guess that's not entirely true because I'm probably going to take the TikTok advice. Oh,
2: Nice. Yeah. Nice. That a boy. Um,
0: I got to do something because. What's your camera situation? Podcast from last week had twelve people listen to it, so this one's going viral. I got to. a feeling. certain point where you got to be like, okay. You got to start selling my body. You're gonna fly um, on TikTok think,
2: or OnlyFans.
0: That's not a bad idea. Also. <laughs> um,
2: I feel like, Dacon. Yeah. Grab TikTok by the by the horns and just dive in. Like I feel like something about you will resonate with with a lot of people around the globe.
1: Yeah, but don't just play bass on like talk about things. Like be.
0: You be need an ad. Mike. You need a
2: thing. The thing that like, I don't know how much TikTok you guys have have done, but like once you find your thing, like there's a guy literally who's a window washer that has become wildly <laughs> popular from. Now he just stands in front of like a, a window like a like a a mock-up window in like an industrial setting, and people send in requests for logos and stuff. and he's so good with the, the squeegee that he'll like perfectly create like you know, the mercedes benz logo and various things. and that's his thing now. There's another guy that freezes uh, uh, freezes water with different like dyes in it and then like breaks it in these cool ways that make this art. and like, these guys didn't always do that stuff but once once they once they had their one that went the distance that's all they do
1: yeah they based they started building their brand around around that but it's also very true to who they are it's like davy 504 arguably the biggest musician biggest instrumentalist on youtube Mm. he's a bass player who is from italy is like english second language is a super shy guy, but like he is the probably the biggest instrumentalist. Nobody, when Davey was growing up, was like that guy is going to be a star, but he just embraced right. who he was, and it just has such a huge following. And it's unique and it's fresh, and it feels like it's unlike people, anything else.
2: People like what's real. This and I Davey think Davey five hundred four guy. What's that?
0: Sorry, Joel can go. I, I had nothing to
2: add. I was just going to say, people have this innate knowledge and, and ability to sense what's real in them. I know it. Mm-hmm. And, and stuff like that. That's just, that's just pure, genuine people gravitate towards.
1: Yeah. Especially if you have a skill set that's kind of like an ordinary too, like playing bass, for example. And, uh, eventually like you just do a bunch of things, you try new things and like one of them sticks and you're like, wait, maybe there's something to explore here. And you explore that more. And it just like opens up all those things. Like I know Davey didn't even start talking until a couple of years ago. And that's what really took him to the next level. Like, he just played bass and just did weird things on his bass. And ah. then he started talking. And then it was a, just a whole new thing for his YouTube career that took him from, I don't know, maybe a million subscribers to 10 million or 9 million or whatever he's at now. But he said like, he was really nervous about doing that in the first place, but it worked perfectly.
2: Yeah, just just get just get shit up there and be regular with the uploads that's one of the that's one of the most as you know full well with youtube and everything man an algorithm regular uploading is ma- is, is big
1: yeah really. i'm sick of regular uploading
2: julie man I, and i love I, I love that you got to go after what where where you're being called to if that's if if, if the move is to step away like well the thing is i can't step away on... because there's
1: nothing like what i need to do is like go and just like Go down and like, or go to Toronto or go wherever, where I have friends in the industry and just like play with them. Cause that's really the, at the heart of it. Like I miss playing with people. I haven't played music with people f- for the most part for six years. Like every now and then I do it, but it's just to me so much fun to do that kind of thing where you sit in a room and like play something or other. And it's even better if you can play two people. Like I haven't played a live show. I don't even remember the last time I played live and so right before the pandemic hit i was making active plans i had one clinic booked and i was gonna see how popular it was and if it went really well then i was gonna hire a band and like probably take a little show on the road and do small clinics so not necessarily concerts but like somewhere in between yeah. like a concert and a meet. and I remember talking so, like, about Play that. some stuff yeah and i was super excited to do it all got pandemic but like that's what i'm missing in my life is just like playing some music not trying to come up with a new idea every week just like doing something yeah having one idea for a clinic and just like
0: performing that clinic 20 times. We got to, we also, we got to get my, we got to get my book into production. Oh, what was your book called again? Um, I don't know what I'm doing and you can too.
2: (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing and you can too. (laughs) Yeah. That's killer. See, that could be oh, like, yeah, I, if you just
1: took that tagline and turned that into TikTok videos, what does that mean? I would watch that, whatever that is. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing, but you can too.
2: This is coming from the guy who, who, who coined the term, aren't spheres are?
0: That's correct.
2: Try and process that. Aren't spheres are?
0: Correct. Say it again for the people in the back.
2: <laughs> aren't spheres are? Question mark.
1: Spears like, like
2: no, Spear, no no spears, no 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 aren't spears, spears are, aren't spears aren't, are I I art like A R T aren't, aren't <laughs> spears are
0: they yeah. are not I have no <laughs> idea I don't, I don't know this I don't know the yes. answer to this. Yep. It's, what, it's, when did this happen? Sound sound one bus, and
2: I was we were driving to Guelph or something. Something like that, like that. So that was Daycon's legitimate response <laughs> to a question that I forget at this point has has so far so paled in comparison to his response. I don't even remember the question anymore.
0: Oh, I I I I it was something along the lines of. Uh, eggs are the strongest shape or something like an, an egg is a strong structure and i was like aren't spheres are though
2: aren't spheres are uh
1: there's a couple of our expand mates that i still follow on facebook i don't know why i'm still using that platform let's, oh let's i know go. I just, I just, because i try let's to sell talk.
0: people courses on facebook it's the only reason i'm still on there it's a horrible place so i post every week i post a clip of this podcast and every week it gets a like from the person who's in it. And that's it. See, that's really interesting <laughs> because I've never seen that
1: once the Facebook algorithm does some messed up stuff because I have 5,000 friends on Facebook because just random people added me and I accepted all these friend requests, which that's is like a neat. whole, that's a whole thing for another day. Bad
2: decision. A Bad weird decision.
1: look into humanity that I didn't necessarily want to see, but either way, either way. I accepted 5,000 friend requests. If I share something from my Samurai Guitarist page, five likes.
2: Yeah. Nobody, yeah.
0: It, it, the it's, algorithm is messed up. Um, so here's the thing Have you ever paid for Facebook promotions? Yep. So I'm pretty sure once you pay, they bury you. Oh, that's so you have to a very keep
1: good point.
0: Yeah. We've had a running ad campaign there for a bit and. Varying degrees of success. That's uh I could see that. Because I paid for one I paid for one ad run and since then no one has even liked my posts.
1: Interesting.
0: Yep. Yeah. Huh. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Oh yeah. I paid for I paid like seventy bucks for which isn't much, but I paid seventy bucks to promote one of my things and it it only got strangers Strangers were talking trash to me in the, in the comments. You need to use it. So we've done, we did two campaigns on Facebook. The first one was
1: through the course platform. We had a bunch of information. uh, And so we tried to create an audience that looked like the people who bought the course and it did absolutely nothing. Like, I don't think we made any sales, maybe one for like a bunch of money we spent on it. And then the second time it was just retargeting the people who had signed into the course platform, but didn't buy it. And then that had success. So it was like people who had already signed up and hadn't made a purchase. That's who we started advertising towards. And that was valuable. But just trying to cold call people on Facebook doesn't do anything, I don't think.
2: Yeah. Because the whole, the whole sell is that it's you. And it's, and it's yeah. you're this personality that your followers have so much uh, respect for and are so interested in. But to, to give the same pitch to someone unfamiliar with your channel and your brand. Yeah, it does nothing. Is, is, is a tough sell, yeah. It's a waste of money got
1: it um but yeah uh so anyway one of our four is on facebook and they're like could we cut
0: can we, can we cut this part out for sure who is it it's
2: oh oh like, what's he up to these days
0: well i just like
1: he's for whatever reason the facebook algorithm just serves this up to me but it's like his <laughs> him and his like relationship Like she was really? rep- lying. like I was like watching their fights happen online, and then oh. a couple months later, all that stuff was deleted, and they're back together and all lovey-dovey again. Or he talked about that time we went to <laughs> and he had a. <laughs> but like oh reading God. his his recollection of it versus what happened was just <laughs> hilarious. It's one no, of the you, only reasons I'm you, still on dude, Facebook.
0: Didn't you
2: send us something that was like just insane?
0: No, you sent us something from Reddit about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. What did I
0: send? I, this sounds familiar. I got it
2: right here. I got it right here. I got it right here. Yeah. The- Jeez.
1: Yeah, which which made me like I remember coming across this just randomly, on like r slash Toronto or r slash Canadian music or
0: something, but like. Uh, oh God. Oh, I. If they I'm going to work really hard at bleeping stuff out because
2: that was gold. Yeah. I'll yeah.
0: cut out some stuff. So we don't know who's talking yeah. about what, oh, but yeah, it's a pretty good combo. <laughs> Maybe don't post um, that clip on Facebook for uh,
1: our buddy to see. just try to steer clear for the most part like the only time i read comments are for like the first half an hour after a video comes out because i just want to make sure like i didn't screw anything up too bad and usually the first half an hour is like the people who already know who i am after that then i guess start getting the the trail of like the algorithm bringing in new people and most of it's good but i don't need to read the the negative stuff so i just i just don't
2: yeah i almost never do it literally almost never i will say i just
1: Walk Off the Earth comments in one of my videos the other day, and I noted that. I said, that's pretty cool. Thanks, guys.
2: I didn't even know that. that wasn't me. That's cool.
1: Oh, nice. I figured it was Joel. That's awesome.
2: was not. It was not. Which video?
1: It was the one where I talked to my teenage self.
2: I know the so one. you didn't even see it. Oh, I might, <laughs> oh, you know what? I might have. Yeah, I, I do know the one. Yeah, I might have, I might have done that. Were well, you dressed <laughs> up as a younger version of yourself? Love it.
1: Yeah, that video was, I think that one was like the most personal video I've ever done too. And I think a lot of people saw a lot of themselves within that video in ways that they've never really looked at it. I know like for me, yeah. it was like, I'm looking at this whole situation of my life and growing up in a, in an angle that I've never seen it, which makes it kind of stand out to me as like a pretty cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to say, as far as like meeting people in person, I've never had a single bad encounter on that side of things. Same. Joel, it might be different for you because... Because you deal with a lot more in-person type of things.
2: But when it almost, comes
1: to... I've never had a bad encounter there.
2: I would say almost never. Maybe a couple. that The, the fact that nothing's springing to mind is case of point. Like it's, yeah. yeah.
1: It's all just when people hide behind something online.
0: Oh, big
2: time. Big time.
0: It's all just so minimal. But based on the fact that I have such a small audience, I think it's a, just a bit more, it's harder to avoid. Yeah. I think.
1: Well, when I first started YouTube, I read every single comment and responded to every single one, but also back then I wasn't attracting the kind of people who just app like the, the people who just hate you for some reason, whatever that happens to be, it just that they've got to screw yeah. loose and they're taking out their anger on you for whatever reason. Like I just didn't attract that. But yep. when you reach enough people, like you do get that no matter who you are.
0: Yep. What are you guys listening to? Uh, Please, I Dave. listened to
1: the top 10. I'm going to react to the top 10 on Monday as part of a video, but.
0: Top 10 what? Pop songs 100? today. Yeah. Nice. You're oh, going just like the, like.
1: Yeah, like I did a video where I just like discussed my opinions on them, like played some of the parts and just like turned it into a thing.
2: There's, uh, there's t- uh, going to be two week- weekend songs in there right now for sure. Blinding Lights is still like number two. And yeah, Save, and Your, Save Tears, Your Tears, the, the newer one, which I love. That song, this survival. It's, that it's such a good man. song. Like
1: I listened to that one. It's a slam-boning. It's just so good.
2: It's guess yeah. You know why, dude? Guess who fucking wrote Blinding Lights and In Your uh, Eyes? And Max Save Martin. Tears. One of the Martins. Yeah. Maximum Martin.
1: The uh, one what only. else did I hear? The that besides that, like I've been listening to podcasts and Jets games. That's what I listen to. I don't really listen to much music. I listen I downloaded or I bought all the albums. That's the most recent thing I've listened to.
2: Cool. That's cool. You like them? I yeah, I really do. What would you classify them as? Um probably
1: punk rock. Pop punk? Yeah. Okay. Like that would be the umbrella. Like if I walked into HMV if it still existed, I would go to the punk rock section.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: They're almost just like a cooler um sum 41.
1: Yeah. Like it very much reminds really? me of that but with more of an edge like less pop more punk but not fully punk
2: yeah a, a lot of the, a lot of the vocals I, i've I, I need to do a better dive than this like than i've done i'm very passive to them but like a lot of the vocals sound pretty atonal at times more shouty than than yeah. singy right
0: yeah i have a hard time i th- i really think i like them but i think i mostly don't listen to them because i don't love Okay, are we cutting this part out, or is this getting, is this going in? <laughs> he can come fucking get me. I don't like what. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, I like I'm gonna cut out the f- part because that might be dangerous. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, that might be dangerous. That guy's got a screw loose.
2: Yeah, I mean, I always got a bit of a holier than thou vibe from him. Like he's, I know he's like shaded boat a few times or whatever. But like, i don't give a fuck. Everybody's got opinions. Man. Not everyone should have the ability to freely put them up online. Like, they, that, should, that shit should, I mean, freedom of speech, right? But like, everyone having the ability to have a fucking platform is, is more people have platforms than need to. In One the, of the worst uh, things that's uh, ever happened world.
1: to humankind, I believe.
2: The soapbox for all.
1: Something happened where the generation who told us, don't believe everything you read online, went and believed everything that they read online. <laughs> and that just fucked so much shit up.
2: Yeah. Man, there was – a it, it surfaced a few times on Reddit. There's a video. Uh, it's like some some dude on his last day of high school in like I think 90, 97 maybe?
1: Uh, I think like, I've seen this video, but go on.
2: Oh, dude. It's like right before internet, cell phones really took hold. And it's just like – it's just this portrait of purity of that time, like like simpler times. And it's like you miss it. When you're when you're people like us that are like that, that, that ha- do have memories of, of that time before it really took over, it's just simpler times. Like things that have just become yeah.
1: like I acknowledge so- that I have an addiction to my phone and it's something that I've actively tried to battle. Like I've found myself just like swiping up and trying to get new notifications for something that like at, like two AM, yeah. like nothing is happening. But I just yeah. find myself doing it, like going on to TikTok yeah. and just like trying to look to see how many new followers i got yeah are you back on an iphone no i'm on the pixel pixel 4 the pandemic took my first pixel
2: those pixels are dope the, what do you mean
1: i covered it in lysol and the screen separated
2: oh uh, shit yeah not a good <laughs> those move. pixel lysol. the cameras on those things will forever kick the iphone cameras ass yeah i remember seeing the portrait mode on like marty had like the like the pixel one and at that time i had the whatever the latest iphone it was and it was just like it was better
1: yeah it's uh the pictures i take are awesome
0: do either of you have any other pressing thoughts for my idiot listeners all right catch you later thanks i for- got
1: one If you have a goldfish make sure you look after your goldfish and don't put them in a bowl put them in a good tank if you if you bring an animal into your life it's your responsibility to treat that animal to the best of your capabilities and research what that means so if you have a goldfish don't put them in a bowl put them in a nice filtered tank that you clean at least once a week 30 gallons or more
2: and just to add to that check your radon levels here we go
0: and prescribe to volcano insurance <laughs> Um, how do you guys feel about my audio?
2: What? Good. Good.
0: It's my first time using this weird microphone, but I think I'm into it.
2: It sounds really good. There's been some. There's been some. Some like, uh, um, you know, dropouts because of the connection and whatnot. But but no, the actual audio sounded great. And it makes
0: this whole process a lot easier. Yeah. I think.
1: What's the longest podcast you've ever done?
0: Oh, like five hours.
1: Oh, nice. So we're at four and a half. No, we're at four hours here.
0: Yeah. Thank you for investing so much time.
1: Make sure you cut out the part about I don't want him coming and
2: getting a grudge again. Yeah, this is going to be definitely a listen before signing off on our situation.
0: I'll cut everything out and I'll send it to you before I post.
1: I trust, I trust that it'll be fine. So just use your discretion. Don't get me killed. Well,
0: yeah, it, that goes for all of us. Cause I think
1: he's unhinged that guy.
2: All right, 12 for you, done. This is great. See you guys. You take on, send me a, uh, send me an, uh, uh, like a, like an edit and we'll, uh, we'll shave her down from there if we need to. you guys. Have a good night boys.
0: Thanks a ton. Thanks for Thanks doing for. this. Pleasure.